A man fails his driving license test for the 192nd time. Taiwan is pleading with the citizens to stop changing their name to Salmon. And there's going to be a UK cruise to nowhere for vaccinated passengers. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. The worst driver in history. A man in Poland fails to get his driver's license for the 192nd time. <laughs> I think it's time to get a bus pass, buddy. <laughs> get Really get to know your feet, maybe. Possibly a bicycle should be in your future. A skateboard, perhaps. A 50-year-old Polish man isn't going to give up, though. He's been trying to get his driver's license for the past 17 years. He has failed at every single theory exam he's ever taken. The theory of driving a car has proved to be a very difficult subject for a 50-year-old man from the city of Piotr Trybunalski. Did I say that? Anybody from Poland? Can you can you vouch for my pronunciation of this? Piotr Trybunalski. I think that's pretty damn good. What's this guy's name? I'm sure I can't pronounce that either. For the past 17 years, this unnamed Polish man has failed every single theory test Polish drivers need to pass to acquire a driver's license. Theory? Driving theory? I don't think I took a driving theory test when I passed my driver's license. It was basically like rules of the road and then a practical exam where you're actually in the vehicle showing that you can operate it. So basically, rules of the road and operational was the test for me. That seems to be the way we do it in the United States. We don't really get into the theory of driving. <laughs> well, we're going to teach you propulsion now. And um, and we're going to teach you the history of the invention of the tire. Like, it just seems like it's a little extra. But maybe in Poland, they just want you to know everything about cars before you get on the road. And maybe that's a good thing. It seems like in my country, we're too lenient with the driver's test. I could tell you a story about him. A very elderly man who I brought to get his driver's license renewed, he could not read anything. On the, he couldn't see. He just couldn't see that that eye test they give you. Finally, the, the person was just like, can you read the, the top one? And he's like, yeah. W. Okay, here you go. <laughs> they renew. Basically, I witnessed them renew the driver's license of a blind man, is what I'm saying. So in my country, it doesn't seem like people give a damn. Now, this Polish guy, to date has attempted to pass the test 192 times, meaning that he has spent more than $1,550 on fees for the exam. Wow, that's a lot of money to keep going. With the 192 failed attempts, he beats the record of a British driver who passed his theory test on the 158th attempt. Well, it sounds like the British driver's test is pretty difficult as well. But this guy remains far away from the absolutely worst driver ever. A South Korean woman. (laughs) It was an Asian lady. Oh, my money was on an Asian lady. (laughs) Was your money? (laughs) This Korean woman, (laughs) she failed the test 950 times. How do you keep going? You fail a driver's test 950? What? How do they not just turn you away after 200 times? Like, just, you know what? Just turn around, lady. Just don't waste anybody's time anymore. This is a waste of your money as well. Just take the subway, man. Take the damn subway. I imagine in the future when there's self-driving cars, you don't even have to take a driver's license test, right? Because just the car is going to do it for you, I'd imagine, at some point. These driver's tests will be 
a thing of the past. Now, it says here, to obtain a driving license in Poland, one must first pass an exam testing the theoretical knowledge of driving before being allowed to take a practical exam. Theoretical? Do you mean the rules of the road, or do you mean, like, really the theory of driving? Well, you know, if you push on the gas pedal, the... <laughs> I, I, it's so, so strange to me that the theory of driving is what you're having to study. So far, the number of theoretical test attempts has no limit in Poland. You can just keep taking it forever and ever. But the case of this driver has raised concerns about whether the number should be capped. Should we, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should cap it. At a at hundred times, man, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that this person, even if they pass, it's going to be a fluke. And they really are a danger to society if they're on the road operating a vehicle. Although if you're not passing the theoretical exam, is that so serious? Like, how, do you, how are they doing on the road operating the machine? That's what I really want to know. Now, outside of this article, I went and did a search in Google for the most difficult and most uh, simple driving tests. Apparently, in Egypt, pretty easy. Egyptian drivers only had to drive forwards and backwards six meters to pass the test. <laughs> and a 10-question rules of the road test. That's it in Egypt. Seems pretty easy. Uh, in Uganda... The practical test is 30 questions long, but you only need to get 25% correct to pass. 25%. Here you go. You only know one quarter of the rules of the road, but here's your license, buddy. Get on out there. <laughs> Drivers in South Sudan don't even have to take a test if they can prove that they're fit to drive, whatever that means. I have two arms and two eyes. <laughs> I guess I'm fit to drive. Uh, now, moving on to some of the more difficult tests. In Japan, you're expected to attend a mandatory driving camp for 26 hours. Driving camp? Sounds like the basis of a great reality show. A Japanese driving camp. How many cars are ruined in the Japanese driving camp? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Okay, all right. Enough of the... Never mind. The requirements also involve taking a theory exam five days Five days of driving practice and a practical exam as well. Wow, so much. So much. Uh, in France, okay, drivers have to clock 3,000 kilometers behind the wheel with an instructor before they can even book their test. Wow, that's a lot. 3,000 kilometers? It's like driving across the country, basically. Hey, man, you know, you got to make sure these people are doing it right. I'm okay with that. That's, that seems a little draconian. Maybe split the difference between some of these other places. China. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming China's going to be difficult. The theory test contains 100 questions and requires you to memorize 1,000 in total. There are then two separate practical assessments followed by a final theory test. Wow, that's very, very difficult. Oh, in Vietnam, the, the uh, written exam is 450 questions long. How, how do you even have that many rules of the road in Vietnam? How could you possibly come up with 450 questions Related to driving, I suppose you could. You're getting into some weird ones. Now, say, say you're uh, you're getting a handy while you're driving. Uh, what do you pull over or do you just keep going, <laughs> Jonesy? That was very crass. Oh, I'm sorry. This is weird AF news. Uh, where do you think you are? Taiwan officials are urging citizens to stop changing their name to salmon. They're changing their name to salmon, the fish. Why? A Taiwanese official has pleaded with people to just stop changing your name to Salmon, please. After dozens made the unusual move in order to take advantage of a restaurant promotion. 
<laughs> you would change your name to take advantage of a promotion, which is probably temporary. Let me guess. They're giving out a free piece of salmon sushi. <laughs> if you change your name to salmon. Uh, let's learn a little bit more about this idiocy. In a phenomenon that has been labeled salmon chaos by the media, about 150 young people visited government offices recently to officially change their name to salmon. <laughs> the cause of this sudden enthusiasm was a chain of sushi restaurants. Okay. Under the two-day promotion, which... <laughs> it's two days only? You're going to change your name to take advantage of a two-day promotion. How cheap are you and stupid? What does it cost to change your name, though? I mean, maybe it's free and you could just change it back. So maybe this is kind of smart. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of salmon anyways. I would never do this. But if you were giving away, I don't know, some some fried chicken sandwiches, maybe I would change my <laughs> my name to fried chicken sandwich for a couple of days. If it didn't cost anything. Under the two-day promotion, which ended on Thursday, any customer whose ID card contained Gui Yu, the Chinese characters for salmon would be entitled to an all-you-can-eat sushi meal along with five friends. Well, that's a lot of free food. You get to um, feed five of your friends as well. Like maybe you, maybe you owe them some money. You know, you've just been a piece of crap of a friend. So you go change your name to salmon and you say, you know what, guys, I'm going to take you all to dinner finally. No, no, I didn't get a job. I don't have any money, but I'm still going to treat you guys. I've sacrificed my name. I'm going to be called Salmon for the rest of my life. But, you know, I just wanted to treat you guys. It's a nice thing to do for some friends. Taiwan allows people to officially change their name up to three times. Why is, first of all, why is there a limit on that? I don't know. Someone must have tried to change their name like 50 times. Like, all right, dude. Okay. You, you came in, you tried to change your name to Cal. You tried to change your name to Hoverboard. We're not taking this anymore. What is this? You're getting free stuff all the time? <laughs> We're capping it to three times because people are just taking advantage of these giveaways. Uh, I can't imagine a reason why you'd want to change your name more than three times unless it was for these free giveaways. <laughs> and is this common in Taiwan to just have these offers? Hey, change your name to this and we'll give you away. We'll give you some free mayonnaise. Like this just, I've never heard of this before. And you know what? If it's a crappy thing, shame on you. Uh, business chain for enticing people to maybe ruin their lives so they can they can get like a free frisbee or whatever it is you know I don't, I don't think that that's sh should be allowed as well you're going after these people for changing their names why don't you just go after these companies why don't you limit these companies from making such offers you're enticing young people to change you know what's next you tattoo McNuggets on your forehead and you get free McNuggets for a weekend I mean, you, where does it end is what I'm wondering. Maybe this is just my concern. Taiwanese officials aren't very amused, it says. This kind of name change not only wastes time, but causes unnecessary paperwork. Yes, you're right, Chen Songyan, the deputy interior minister. I hope everyone can be more rational about it. Are you going to crack down on the sushi restaurant as well, sir? Local media ran interviews with people who had taken advantage of this promotion. Let's hear what these idiots have to say. Here's somebody who changed their name. 
a young person, college student. I just changed my name this morning to add the characters Bao Chang Gui Yu. And we already ate more than $7,000 worth of sushi. That's Taiwan dollars. 7,000 Taiwanese dollars worth of sushi. That's about $200, I, would, I think it says here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> roughly, my new name means explosive good-looking salmon. Oh, that's hilarious to change your name to explosive good-looking salmon. Man, it's like hilarious. Here's another quote from a a young girl. I changed my first name to Salmon, and two of my friends also did. (laughs) Uh, My friend named himself Salmon Prince, and the other one Salmon King. (laughs) I changed my name to Salmon Fried Rice. Wow! Unbelievable! The media reported that one resident decided to add a record 36 new characters to his name, most of them seafood-themed, including lobster and crab and abalones. <laughs> this, guy, this guy changed his name to cover. In case any other offers come up from other restaurants, I got it covered. In case the lobster place runs a promo, in case the crab place runs a promo. Shoot, I even threw tuna in there. <laughs> uh, my first name is now Eel. Ah, damn, I just threw smoothie in there as well. Just in case, just in case the smoothie bar runs a promotion. I got smoothie in there. 36 new characters in my name. This is ridiculous. I don't know. Do people not take their names seriously in Taiwan? Maybe that's a thing as well. Well, anyways, my question to you guys, would you change your name for an, <laughs> for $7,000 worth of free sushi? Would you do it? Would you change your name to Nick <laughs> Shrimp Roll? Would you... <laughs> I'm wondering. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor all. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. The UK is offering cruises to nowhere for vaccinated passengers. Yes, British cruise line P&O Cruises has announced it has an offer of cruises to nowhere for vaccinated British travelers this summer. Ooh, a cruise to nowhere. Wouldn't you like to know the details? Yes, let's get into it. The voyages will depart in late June from the southern England port of Southampton and navigate the UK coast. There will be no stops. (laughs) Nothing. We are not stopping. This is a cruise to nowhere. We're going to drive in circles. Instead, the guests will only be able to admire the rugged beauty of the country's coastlines and islands from the ship. (laughs) Exact routes will be determined by conditions of the sea. Ooh, it's going to be improv the whole way. (laughs) Ooh, I can't wait for my improvised cruise to nowhere. I hope I get to see some land, maybe some seagulls. P&O is owned by the giant cruise line Carnival. They are following in the footsteps of another UK cruise line called Saga and America's Crystal Cruises. They are all requiring passengers to be vaccinated before they board the ship. Royal Caribbean is also planning a vaccinated passengers-only cruise for its new ship, Odyssey of the Seas. 
Norwegian Cruise Line, meanwhile, has stipulated that all crew members will need to be vaccinated on future voyages. The P&O voyages will take place initially on the company's Britannia Cruise Line, which, uh, or ship, rather, which usually accommodates 3,647 passengers. <laughs> Thank you for the statistics here. <laughs> the crew will not be required to be vaccinated, but will undergo strict testing. Well, maybe you should vaccinate your crew <laughs> if your passengers are vaccinated. Just spend the extra buck and vaccinate your crew, guys. Don't be cheap. I just had to pull out of that British accent. Man, it took a lot of energy. I'm kind of winded from that. Hold on a second. Let me catch my breath. God, it's hard being that guy, David Attenborough. (laughs) Did I get his name right? The the nature guy? Yes, look at a young duckling scampering across a barren landscape just trying to live. Trying not to be eaten by anything that flies. Uh, anyways, these cruise to nowhere. What do you think? I, I, I don't get it. I've never taken a cruise, so I just don't get the cruise thing anyways. I want to get off and explore. I'm an explorer. If I see an island, I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to get out there. I want to run around. I don't want to just see stuff from the ship. I mean, fine, when I'm 90 years old, sure. Sure. When I can't explore anymore. Then I'll just stare at the at the landscape from the bow and sigh <laughs> and remember the time when my legs worked. I mean, meanwhile, no, I want to get out there. I should be just like, just you know, in a in a confined space. That's a vacation, really. I don't know, not to me. I don't get it. Maybe you guys are into it, but uh, it's certainly not a cruise to nowhere. That's not going to do me any good at all. At all. I think it's time to just like hang up the cruise ship for the time being. Just hang it up, guys. The jig is up. <laughs> no one wants to admit the jig is up. The jig is up, cruise ships. You know, for a while, anyways. And, you know, the price of plane tickets right now, they've come down a ways. My advice is to ditch the cruise line vacation idea and just go somewhere. Take a flight to anywhere. It's cheap. When's it going to be this cheap again? Do it. That's my advice anyways. You don't have to listen to me. Hello, my glorious listeners of Weird AF News. Thank you for being here. I got my coffee with me. Oh, yeah. Loving it. Good times. How do you listen to Weird AF News? Write me an email and tell me. Do you drink coffee? Do you have a beer? Do you just kind of lay in bed? Is it on your commute to work? I'd love to hear how you take it in. (laughs) How you take it in. Uh... (laughs) Yes, I would love to hear how you take it in. Call, uh, oh, email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Call 646-450-2012. I got a nice message from, uh, this is Alicia from Lincoln, Nebraska. I just made fun of Nebraska hardcore on a show, I think it was yesterday. She wrote, hey, Jonesy, I'm a faithful listener in Lincoln, Nebraska. If I don't get to listen to you during the week with my coworkers, my Jonesy fix is not filled She gave me a nice story in here, too. Uh, And she says, love you, Jonesy. Laughter is the best medicine. Yes, laughter is the best medicine. I try to bring laughter. I know sometimes I go on angry rants and it's not so funny, so please forgive me. And sometimes I just, sometimes I just sound like I'm I'm not into it. But hey, man, this is what happens when you do a a five-day-a-week podcast. Some days I'm on, some days I'm off. But, you know, what the hell? Uh, Most of the time I'm okay, right? Most of the time. You know, at the end of the day, it's free, so... Uh, 
but this is what you get. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to say? Uh, yeah, if you'd like to send me a message, you got the email. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at Funny Jones and on Twitter at Funny Jones as well. I want to thank those of you who have uh, taken the uh, the time to check out the Patreon. If you haven't, please do so. I put some uh, pretty weird articles in there yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? No, it was the day before. Yeah. But I'm going to put a couple more in some uh, in a weird video that I came across as well. Just just extra weird stuff that I, I like that I can't really do on the podcast. Visual stuff a lot of times that uh, is better suited in a video format. I'll just put on the Patreon. But if you'd like to see some of that stuff, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. But in addition to getting that stuff, you get to the nice feeling that, you know, you're supporting a five-day-a-week podcast recorded in a closet, which is pretty cool. You know, not everybody can say that. Uh, I'm very happy to say that uh, I had a comedy show last night. So things are not – they're not totally back to normal, but they're kind of getting there. I've had, well, let me see, four shows in the past 30 days maybe? A month and a half, let's say, conservatively. I've had four shows in a month and a half, which is crazy, which is crazy. Because I went so many months without a show, which is nice. As you guys know, I do stand-up comedy in the Los Angeles area. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles area, uh, please reach out to me. And I'll get you to a show at some point. Because at some point, there's going to be shows for everybody to go to. Last night's show was a private thing. Um, but uh, that'll you know that'll change soon. We'll, uh, we'll get back to live entertainment. We'll be coming back, guys. Uh, you're already seeing, like, sporting events you can go to, which is pretty cool. I was dismayed to see that I couldn't attend sporting events in Los Angeles. Like, I I mean, I, I even looked up teams that I would never normally go see, like Lakers, Clippers, Los Angeles Kings. But, yeah, can't can't see live, ev- live sporting events in Los Angeles yet. But then I looked on, like, the Phoenix Suns basketball team in Arizona. You can go see a Phoenix Suns NBA game. Like, what the hell? Uh, so it's just it's a per state basis, obviously, and it seems a little arbitrary. So if you happen to be in a state where you can go see live music or live sports, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky because I can't do that around here, really. But, you know, we get better and better each month, which is great. Uh, that was a long rant. I don't know why I shared all that with you. I guess I was just thinking about it. That's all. Uh, but reach out. Say hello. I always love to hear from my listeners. And I, I'm very appreciative of all of you for uh, lending me your your time. Uh, five days a week. So uh, I'm really grateful. Tomorrow is Friday, Florida Friday, as you know. So please send me articles on Florida if you come across them. Uh, you can submit them through my website as well. Weirdafnews.com has a little link that you can press. Press You can press the link, a little link that allows you to submit articles. Uh, but the easiest way is to email funnyjones at gmail.com. All right, love you. Bye.